It is the legend himself, Michael Jackson, coming through with uh, Rock With Ya. Love this song, man. It's dope. Even though John Khereke just came in here to tease me about my love for Michael Jackson. But it's all good. The album was off the wall. Came out in 1976. Uh, it's just gone 18 past 8 o'clock. At uh, Off the Pitch, SAFM is where you are at, hanging out with myself, Bridget Masinga. And uh, we're going to shift gears just a little bit and talk all things theatre today. We're focusing on proudly South African today, staying within our borders. Um, and we're going to focus on the theatre. It's a brand new play that is out or is about actually to open out at the Market Theatre. It's based on a best-selling novel by Francois Smith as well as the non-fiction publication by Nico Molman. Um, and it's starring Sandra Prinsloo, who, as you know, is a revered South African theater practitioner, as well as television, big screen, small screen actress. And she is not only starring in this movie, but she was also one of the three-woman team that adapted the the actual novels into the original piece of play. And she's on the line with me this evening. Hey, Sandra, how you doing? Hey, Bridget, I'm fine. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Can't complain good. under the circumstances. Yes. Well, we're not going there. No, <laughs> not at all. How no. are you finding this time? It's been an interesting year for all of us. A little bit of downtime for, for those of us who are in the creative well, sector. I, su- I, I suppose interesting is the euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> it was more than interesting. It was pretty tough, yeah. I think, for a lot of us. Um, and especially in the performing arts, you know, because everything just shut down mm. and we were wondering what are we going to do next? And I think a lot of us are still wondering that because just when things looked as if they were getting better, they got worse again. True. So, yeah. And so. we are literally, oh, we just lost Sandra. We're going to get her right back on the line. Don't stress. Uh, we're going to pick her up momentarily. I'm interested in also finding out, by the way, um, how does one adapt two novels into one Play. That should be an interesting thing. I almost said uh, screenplay, but this is actually a theatre piece, not a uh, screenplay. It's a theatre piece that's being hosted at the Market Theatre. It will also be interesting to see if uh, the market is getting bums on seats or are they adapting to the new virtual way of doing things? And Sandra will tell us a little bit more about that in terms of how this production is moving forward. Because I do know that there's, they've been very active, the market theater, in terms of social media and putting things out on digital platforms um, for us to be entertained and engage with them during this time of lockdown. It looks like we've got uh, Sandra on the line. Uh, Sandra is indeed... Uh, okay. No, no, right. it's cool. <laughs> It's cool. It happens. We live in a technological world. It happens. It happens. Um, so I read, Miss Princeley, that you had been on a hiatus. But was this due to lockdown, or was this a chosen hiatus before lockdown? Oh, no. Busy through. Um, I mean, before lockdown, and I. Have, Let's just take a quick. I've not been on a hiatus at all. You've not been on a hiatus. Sandra, I just want to ask my producers to see if we can find another line. That one seems to just be cracking and we're missing you a few words here and they are dropping. Uh, We're just going to play a song and then we're going to come back and hopefully we'll get a better connection. 
So we thought we'd just play a little bit of Destiny's Child just for just as we changed the lines with uh, Miss Sandra Prince-Lou. Uh, Sandra, sorry about that. As as we were changing lines, uh, you know, we got interrupted in our conversation, but we slipped right back into it, like, without missing a beat. That's it. <laughs> without missing a beat. So you were still telling me you weren't on a hiatus. I just say that again. Uh, I was saying that. So, it, were you on a hiatus? Is this a return back to oh, stage? Yes. No, no, no. I was not on a hiatus. I mean, it was pretty shocking when when the um, the sort of the mat was pulled out from under our feet in yes. March last year, because suddenly a whole year's wonderful planning and I was going to be a very full year mm. um, was put on hold indefinitely and longer than we thought. But luckily enough, I did also get very busy with all sorts of other stuff. I I also worked for an NGO and I did stories of First Nation people that I recorded. So that was incredibly interesting. So I kept busy, you know, in all sorts of other ways Um, and also doing smaller shows, you know, in in towns all over the country Mm. where, where, you know, you have small gatherings of 40 to 50 people, you know, and that Mm. was that was pretty terrific. And I also rehearsed a new one woman show, helped, um, you know, we workshopped the uh, script. And rehearsed a new one woman show um, and had a short run, a, a week's run. And of course, now the runs that were planned are on hold again. Oh, we, yeah, yeah no, these times there's so much uncertainty, but yeah, we, we wake yeah. up every day and you do what you got to do in the hopes that, you know, tomorrow exactly. you can do it again. <laughs> and you've just got to be clever and inventive. I think you've got to try and. So just open yourself to possibilities, you know. That is the key, opening yourself to possibilities. Sandra Prince-Lew is uh, hanging out with me on the line this evening uh, on the back of this new exciting project that's set to hit the stage at the Market Theatre. And did I read correctly that this particular play, Kampur Difarhar van Susan Nell, An Unspeakable Ordeal, is actually based on two pieces of work. Yes, that's right. It's it's but it's actually based on truth. It's actually a true story mm. that was told to Nico Mulman by somebody in I think it was Hong Kong. Um and he wrote the very first book. Mm-hmm. Uh and then it was rewritten by Nico Mulman with his uh, no, it was rewritten by Francois Smith with Nico Mulman's blessing into a book. Kampur, which won several awards and became sort of very, you know, very much out there. Everyone knew about it. Um, and it is the most wonderful and incredible story. You know, it's one of those stories where you think, well, life is stranger than fiction. Yes. Um, and it's, it's a story, although it's set in the past and it's, you know, it's set um, um, at, at the turn of the previous century, not, not even the previous, the previous, previous century. Yeah. It's very much a story of our age because it is about what happens to women and what happens to women um, in war, but not only in war. And, you know, we have enough examples of that if we look around the world, but also what's still happening to women on a daily basis in South Africa. Yes. You know, it's it's a a very, very um, contentious and difficult issue that we face every day, that women face every day. Yeah. 
Um, so a true story set against the backdrop of the Anglo-Boer War, but still pertinent yeah. to today's issues and today's themes. And I must admit, uh, Ms. Prince Lou, that I had no reference of, of the story. You know, normally when stories are historical um, and they're nonfiction, you have some kind of reference. I had no reference whatsoever. Yeah. So t- <laughs> tell me a little <laughs> bit more about the story of Susan. Well, I think that's the thing is, you know, I mean, I have many stories about the Boer War from my family, you know, because my, my father's family came from the Free State, which was, of course, one of the hotbeds of, of the Anglo-Boer War. Mm. Um, but when this personal, very personalized story came to the front about a woman who was abused brutally and left for dead, mm. and then her incredible journey to recovery and to healing and to facing her demons, because you must remember in those times, you also didn't have counselors. You didn't have help. Yes. But, you know, I realized that while I was rehearsing this play and uh, looking at today's situation, there is help out there, but so many women don't have access to it. Mm. Or they don't even know that they have access to, to counseling and to help. Um, and if you look at the basic core issues of violence against women, it it hasn't really changed very much, Mm. you know. I mean, we speak out a lot, but it's still very hard for women to to actually speak out about it. I've done several one-woman plays, one about cancer, Mm. the other one about old age, you know, and I would have people coming backstage and saying, Oh, you know, my 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 son died of cancer, and it was you know really very moving. And my mother died of old age, and and people talk about it. You know, it really is a talking point after the show. When I did this show, only one woman who was in her seventies came forward and said to me, "It happened to me when I was a young girl, wow. and it has never left me." Only one. Wow. You know, so that shows you how. Hidden at all still is. And the traumas that everybody walks around with every day, you know. Uh, Absolutely. We all have traumas that we we have to carry every day. So how easy is it to adapt? And I know that you adapted this piece uh, in collaboration with Cecilia Detoit as well as Laura Foote. Was it easy for you guys to adapt this into a stage play? It's never easy. It's never <laughs> easy getting a novel off the page and turning it into something that's talkable and alive and, you know, um, directly communicating with an audience in a very different way that, that a novel does. Mm. So it wasn't easy, but it was a wonderful um, process. And I was very, very lucky to have somebody like Laura Foote, who has tremendous experience in writing plays and who is a fantastic director, sort of leading the way, mm. you know, and we worked and collaborated very well. And Cecilia, of course, uh, came with the first script down the basics. Um, and then Laura and I started working on it as well. And Cecilia came in halfway through. And yes, in that way, we we sort of um, beavered away at it and, you know, um, I think tried to distill it to something that would be pure theater and yeah. not um, no longer a novel that's been adapted for theater. I got um, you. Yeah. So, so it was a fantastic process. It was a very interesting process. 
a daunting task, but definitely I think you three ladies uh, were well equipped to handle it. I mean, the play has gone on to scoop up incredible awards um, and get all kinds of really dope recognition. The list goes on and on and on. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank goodness for that. Yes, it's been been a a wonderful, it's been a wonderful journey. It's been extraordinary. And it's also been extraordinary to feel... You know, the audiences sit there and they're so quiet. You can hear a pin drop. They mm. really listen. Mm. And afterwards, I say, well, were you there? You know, <laughs> <laughs> had you died in your seat? And they say, no, they just um, are so caught up by the story and so riveted by it that they, um, yeah, yeah, and, and you know, that they, 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 they can't, they can't respond in a way or, yes. you know. And I always find, well, that's wonderful. Then the message that, sort of get home, you know. It resonated. Um, yeah. I would yeah. imagine that's always the best, especially when it's such a, a powerful piece of work, you know, when you can grip the attention of the audience and, and, and have them come with you on the journey. And literally, I would think for you, it must feel like an exhale at the end as you take your final words um, and, and you perform your, your final minutes. It's almost yeah. like a collective exhale to everybody, like, we've gone through this journey together every single night. Yeah, it is. You know, it is wonderful because I see, especially women, but as well, you know, because Mm. men don't often get a glimpse into that world so personally as they do in this play or so directly. Um, You know, I see women of all ages, of all races, just flattened, Mm. you know, and so sympathetic and so... Um, yeah, so moved by it, and and men as well. You know, you know, the people come forward with the most extraordinary sort of um, uh, uh, tales about how they experienced it and what it meant to them, and mm. so that's always very, very gratifying. You know, that it wasn't just another. Play. <laughs> <laughs> it is definitely not another play, um, Sandra Prinsloo on the line. I mean, it is the flagship production of the 2019 Free State Arts Festival in Bloom, awarded the Best National Theatre debut at uh, the Blinkers Awards, uh, also went on to be recognized at the Fleur de Cap Theatre Awards, which is like creme de la creme. So this is definitely, and the, the list of of accolades for this play, for the directing, for the performance, go on and on and on. It's definitely one that you want to see, um, even if it's just for curiosity of knowing the story of Suzanne, as I am now curious. So where do all our listeners go to 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 see the play? Are we all, by the way, congregating at the Market Theatre physically? We have to ask these questions now. Or is it a virtual yes, thing? Yes, we have to congregate physically at the moment, of course, in small numbers. Yes. Because we we can't do more than small numbers and we you know we await the next um announcement about what's going to happen mm. but at the moment yes at the market theater um as from next week thursday the preview start on thursday and friday we open on saturday um and yeah 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 it's going to be live and it's going to and i think you know what i think is that a lot of people say to me i am just so ready now to go to the theater again <laughs> yes you know, because 
it's enough of online now. It's enough. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra Prince Lou, thank you so much for taking my call and have a great Friday evening. Uh, we wish you the very best of luck in staging this performance once again. Um, and I can't wait to see it. It's definitely a must do on your calendars. Uh, pencil in the dates, Kampur, Diferhalf, and Susan Nell. And it's running for a limited season from the. Where are we now? From the 16th until the 28th of February out at the Market Theatre. You can just log on to their website to secure yourself a seat uh, and make sure you make a date out of it.